Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello? Anybody home? Dude, you gotta hear this. What? What is it? The true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England flam chowder. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking Morning, rock and rollers. Hey, man, show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slower. And wow, is this strange. <laughs> well, we'll tell you about that in a little while. I don't have my usual headphones on. I have some, some other headphones on. And it really sounds strange to me. <laughs> but I'm sure out on, uh, on the magical airways, it sounds about the same. <laughs> Uh, the crazy person doing the handyman show, and it's about the same as it's always been. I'm glad to have you back, Daniel. It's good to be back, buddy. I'm glad to be here. I bet you're having more fun today than you had last weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, I was I was miserable the past couple of days after the surgery, but I, but I think about Sunday and Monday I feel a lot better, and I'm feeling a lot better and a lot stronger each and every day. Yeah, well, it's just one of those things you have to. Uh, let's see, uh, you have to get over. That's all. That's all there is to it. That's, that's, you just have to have to do that. I had ice cream and jello as my friend that entire weekend. All right. Well, good. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, ice cream and jello is great. The other night I had uh, the the twins, the the girls that are, I think at 12 years old at my house, and we were having dinner, and I decided to cut up some apples at wedges, and I had some uh, caramel dip. Man, it was great. <laughs> and what does that have to do with the handyman stuff? I don't know. Hey, give us a call if you want to be a part of this program, or if you have a question or a comment, we'd love to hear it. Uh, our Super Talk call-in line is 888-808-8637, and our, our C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. And uh, I, somehow, Daniel, my text screen is not up, and I can't figure that out. So I'm going to leave that to you when you get an opportunity, and I don't care when you take care of it. Just well, I'll I'll take care of it after the show is, but like I got the text line all up and running over here. So if any texts run through, I'll let you know. Good deal. I appreciate that because I don't know why I can, I'm just not smart enough to operate this thing. Well. Yeah, okay, let's leave it like that. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff today. The simple stuff, stuff like garbage disposals and uh, caulking around the bottom of the toilet and just all sorts of things that people go, whoa, what do you mean garbage disposals? Garbage disposals work two ways. Either people like them or they don't like them and they don't have them. Um, and then there has to be extra caution applied if you have a garbage disposal that is actually feeding into a septic tank. You have to use it very carefully. But a garbage disposal should be used relatively carefully anyway. Uh, and that means don't overfill it. Always keep water running down it when you're using it so that not only can it grind up the little bit of material that you put in there, which would be a, a food waste of some sort, but 
as you do it a little at a time, the water makes it go down the drain and actually stops the drain from clogging up. If you do it all at once, it can really create quite a mess. In other words, filling your garbage disposal and then turning it on and running a little bit of water behind it is definitely not the way to use one. Uh, and that can, that can actually turn you sour on a garbage disposal in a very little bit of time because you're saying it's not doing the job anymore. Well, the fact is, you're not using it right. So you have to get to the uh, the comfort level of where you clean plates off individually while your garbage disposal is running, as well as the water running down there. That's generally how you would use it, just a little bit at a time. And don't put big globs of uh, pasta. is really not a good thing to put down the garbage disposal, particularly when you have, like, a half a pan of spaghetti left because you already had the meal. And so, well, I'll just dump it down the garbage disposal. That can create a big mess inside. It's 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 better just to, to bag it up and throw it in the trash, if you can, than it is to run it down the garbage disposal. And the other thing, if a garbage disposal stops working, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's broken. Uh, now, some garbage disposals have a number of years on them, and after a period of time, yeah, they're going to wear out and rust and break and leak. And if that's happening, then it's a matter of changing that garbage disposal out, which is not a big deal. And there's many garbage, to many type of garbage disposals available at, at, at your big box home store, at hardware stores, almost everywhere. Any appliance store has them, and they're pretty easy to install. And they're available in many different sizes, many different horsepowers, running at about three-eighths to half-inch to, uh, I think, three-quarter horsepower. And they're insulated in at different levels as well. The insulation makes them work more quietly. The better insulated, the better one, the best one you can get a hold of, of course, is like a three-quarter-inch well-insulated garbage disposal, which is very quiet operating. Uh, and it's three-quarter inch horsepower, so it's pretty strong, and it can actually do the job. And hooking it up isn't that big of a deal. Now, let's talk a little bit about a garbage disposal that is not working properly. Why is it not spinning around? Well, underneath the garbage disposal, there's two things you need to take note of. One is a red reset switch, and the other is in the very center of the garbage disposal is like where a hex wrench would fit in. And the best thing to do at that point in time would be to unplug or shut off the garbage disposal so there's no electricity going to it. And take a hex wrench, or what I call an Allen wrench, up that, and usually the newer garbage disposals have one that comes with them that fits in there very easily. And you may have lost that over the years, and you may have to find one in your toolbox, and hopefully you have a hex wrench or an Allen wrench set in there. And there's one that'll fit in that hole exactly right, and it'll actually turn the garbage disposal around until you break loose whatever is holding it stuck. And once you've broken it loose, you need to remove that Allen wrench, make sure the reset switch is set again, and turn the garbage disposal on with water running. At that point in time, it'll start to clean the clog out. Uh, now, if that doesn't work, you might try it again, go a second time. And this time, shut off the power, put the hex wrench up there, 
in the center of the bottom of the garbage disposal. Turn it around as much as you can. Break that thing loose and make it work really properly. Make it easily turning, easily to turn. And then uh, make sure your reset switch is back up. Push it, make sure it's up where it belongs, and turn the garbage disposal on, and it'll work prob- probably at that point in time. Garbage disposals are pretty e- they're great to have, I think. I use mine all the time, but it's also important that we use them properly because if we don't, it'll only be a matter of time before it's a, just a useless piece of hardware under your sink. You know, I would actually like to add a comment on that also. Yeah. Um, when you're using a garbage disposal, always pay attention to what you put in there because you don't know if you're going to accidentally put some like a silverware or something that doesn't belong and that could cause a whole lot of problems to that that. it really can not only can it ruin your piece of silverware but can also do a lot of damage to your garbage disposal as well and yes i have put spoons down my garbage disposal before and have had had thrown them away (laughs) fortunately uh, i recognized it right away it's easy to do too Oh yeah, like I I accidentally put accidentally drop a spoon or a fork sometimes in there, but I always make sure I double check before I turn it on. And then if there's something in there that doesn't belong, I will either try to get it out or just have my dad come take a look and to make sure if it's something that doesn't belong there. So that makes you guilty. That makes me guilty too. Oh, so, not so. necessarily guilty. It's more like an oh yeah, accident. oh yeah. I think it's guilty. <laughs> me too. We just have to accept it and say yes, guilty of tr- guilty as charged. Yeah, I guess you would say it's guilt. I'm guilty about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, and uh, and if you are too a, a regular listener and and you've dropped a fork or a spoon or a knife down your garbage disposal. Know that you're not alone. <laughs> it's it's easy to do. Yeah, uh, we make a lot of mistakes. We're we're just people. We make tons of mistakes. As people, generally speaking, throughout the course of a day, I would imagine there's going to be a mistake that one of us is going to make one time or other. I mean, I will probably make one today. You will probably make one today. Uh, there's there's just they're just bound to happen. We're we're born to make mistakes for sure, uh, but. It's it's really not the mistake that counts as much as how we get over it. Get over it, folks! Hey, that's the best way to handle things. Get over it the best way you can and move ahead uh, and, and uh, learn from it. Because, you know, uh, making a mistake isn't really that big of a deal. It's did you learn from it and did you profit from it and did you gain from it and did you realize that you won't make that mistake twice? Boy, is that, like, philosophical. <laughs> and this is the f- philosophy show here in the Handy Man Show in Super Talk, Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slowick, <laughs> your philosopher for the day. Uh, hey, 888-808-8637, if you'd like to Super Talk call in line, uh, give us a buzz, and we'd like to hear what you have to say. Uh, also, you can text us. Our C Spire text line is 601 879 Four three nine five, and we will be happy to talk to you about what's going on in your life. You know, buddy. Speaking of that, we actually got a text right now. Jeff in Grenada actually texted us. He said, uh, "Peach pit in garbage disposal." Well, 
he said peach pear yeah it's all right to put the meat of it down the garbage disposal but never the center i don't think the core of it should go with it because a peach has a pit in the middle and it shouldn't go down a garbage disposal ever and neither should the core of a pear is that i mean am i am i answering that question correctly or is she talking about something else uh, i think you're answering that correctly because that's all he said was just and um he actually texted back he said all heck breaks loose. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you put an entire peach down there with a peach pit in the center, or even a pear with the core in the center, uh, yeah, yeah. And all heck breaks loose is understated. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also got a text from Alvin and Brandon. He said, any, he actually asked, any ideas on ice maker repair or replacement? Thanks. Oh, Alvin. Uh, ice makers are just... Oh, they're such a pain in the neck sometimes. They're, they're hardly worth it in my case. Uh, but I've been involved with uh, repairing them and replacing them before. Replacing them is really not that difficult of an, uh, uh, a situation to do. And Alvin, do you have leakage underneath your refrigerator? Uh, and if you do, we need to know that, if that's part of the problem, because then your drain hole is stopped up. Uh, and that would make your ice maker not want to work. Now, most times, an um, ice maker won't work because the temperature in your freezer is not quite cold enough. And if you could change, if you change that temperature just a little bit cooler, then your ice maker will start to work again. Sometimes that will do the trick. And sometimes I think is a magic word there. Uh, sometimes just by making the freezer a little colder, uh, it will work properly. Other than that. Ice makers can just—is it a relatively new unit or is it a relatively is it a relatively old unit? It may just gone kaplunk kapooey. So, uh, Alvin, good luck. Uh, and uh, yeah, Alvin's a regular listener. And anybody who wants to uh, watch us or or be a part of what we're doing here on Super Talk and is uh, has tuned in on the regular channel. And there's a football pregame show on there. Well, you can get us. You can get us streaming. You can get us on your phone. There's many ways to, to be in touch with this program, and many ways to get in touch with what we're saying here on the Handyman Show and be a part of it. So, please jump on board. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you can go to supertalk.fm, and by going to that site, you can figure out how to look at uh, shows that have come from, you know, last week's show, or the week before, or the week before. Uh, our archives is on there as well. So join us and be a part of that as well. It, it'll work. It, it does work. All right. Um, 888-808-8637 is our Super Talk call-in line. And our text line is 601-879-4395. And... Uh, you know, if you're going to call, hey, we'd like to hear we'd like to hear from you and see what's going on. All right, um, and we're going to be here at twelve o'clock, making all sorts of noise and talking a little bit about uh, a, a toilet or toilets. And there's a lot of questions about should they be uh, caulked to the floor or not, and that is a question, and that's a question that has. Two, two sides to it, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Right now, we're going to the phones and, and talk to Rick from Pearl. Rick, you're on the Handyman Show. How you doing, Rick? Oh, pretty good. And you? I'm doing well, thank you. Got a question about the garbage disposal thing. Yeah. 
You've got a water line coming from the disposal that can go to your dishwasher, right? Correct. How can you get the smell out of your dishwasher from the disposal? Uh, next time you run your dishwasher, put some vinegar in there. Vinegar into the socket where the tab is? Well, the the hose that runs from your garbage disposal out is it really run 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 a little vinegar down your garbage disposal and let it run run through that line it'll cure it'll cure all the smells in there vinegar works really well and so does lemon lemon juice lemon works lemon juice really disrupts smell a great deal yeah because i know when even after the dishes are out and everything you still got that leftover smell in it yeah and I knew it was coming from the disposal side. Well, then, all right. If it, if you know that it's coming from the disposal, your disposal has halitosis and it needs <laughs> it needs some attention. And that would be best addressed with lemon oil or lemon juice. I'm sorry, lemon juice down the garbage disposal and let it run for a while with lemon juice in there. Even uh, lemons, uh, lemon meat without the lemon uh, peel in there because it, it may may be too tough on the garbage disposal using a lemon peel. But just any sort of lemon juice or lemon uh, meat down there would would really do the trick. Or do you just pour it in there and just let it sit for a while before you turn it on and rinse it? Or what? You got it, man. That'll do it. All right. That was a simple, easy fix, then. Uh, it really is, Rick. And, I, and, and, and I hope you have a great day. And thank you for calling us from Pearl. I appreciate it. My hometown. All right. Take care. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. You take care. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah. I'm hearing from Pearl, people in Pearl. Yeah. That was actually my dad on the phone. <laughs> well, yeah. Lemon lemon juice works so well in, in taking care of halitosis in a garbage disposal because Garbage disposals are basically garbage that gets in there all the time, and, and, and if not, if you don't run enough water down every time, they will start to smell after a while, and that smell will carry over into your dishwasher as well. Uh, and best way to get rid of it is lemon juice. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I never... Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi News. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Uh. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. 
Fox on Tech. The annual Consumer Electronics Show was held in person in January of 2020, months before the world plunged into a global pandemic. CES in 2021 was done virtually, but two years later, the Consumer Technology Association is set to return in person in January of 2022 at the Las Vegas Convention Center, bringing in exhibitors, attendees, and media from around the globe. CES has been around for more than half a century and is one of the largest trade shows in the world. In 2019, 175,000 people showed up to see over 4,000 companies with the very latest in technology. It's where the world gets a glimpse of what's next, from CDs to DVDs to HDTV and a list of products that have captured space in our homes, on top of our TVs, or in our hands. The 2022 show will be pared down from previous years, but will include 1,200 exhibitors, from Google to Panasonic to Samsung and Sony. With Fox on Tech, Brett Larson, Fox News. From the coast to the Delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A dad that decides to grab a stepdad out of the crowd to join the bride down the aisle makes today's Dean's List. Kelsey Griffith posted a video from her wedding that shows a wonderful moment. As she and her father approach the altar, her dad holds out his hand and invites her stepfather to join them the rest of the way. Kelsey captured the video and said, my dad surprised my stepdad by including him in our walk down the aisle. You can see in the video that Kelsey's stepdad didn't know about the surprise. It looks like her dad is extending his arm for a handshake, but then suddenly pulls him up to join the bride-to-be. The comments below the video video are almost as amazing as the act itself, stating, this is what happens when a parent loves his child with complete unselfishness. Another comment said, it was a great example that all divorced parents should follow. A wonderful moment to share on today's Dean's List. Janice Dean, Fox News. Handyman show back at you here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy. Um, and where we went the last break, I have no idea. Um, and and refuse to comment on it anymore. I've changed headphones and now things sound normal, except I have a a web of wire here that I can't figure out. And now I can't. Oh well, I'm just gonna let that alone. Uh, uh, call in line. Of course, you're welcome to call us anytime at 888-808-8637. And our super C Spire text line is 601-879-4395. And thank you to Daniel, because now I have my text screen up, and I can actually see what's going on. All right. Um, and we may have been cut short when we started talking about this, but there's a lot of controversy about whether a toilet should be caulked to the floor or not. Uh, there's a thought out there that says it shouldn't be caulked to the floor because then you can't tell if it's leaking. 
bottom line is the national code dictates that it should be caulked to the floor. And caulking it to the floor helps a great deal in the fact that it makes it more stable, and it, it actually does a good job. Now, caulking a toilet to the floor, you should use like a silicone-type caulking. And if you have a white toilet, of course, you'd want to use white silicone caulking. Uh, and uh, silicone caulking comes in many different colors. And keep in mind that silicone caulking is not a latex product, not a waterborne product. And if you smear it up too much, you'll have to clean it with some sort of uh, some sort of cleaner, like a, a paint thinner or, or a, uh, a lacquer thinner or something of that type to get that a good clean bead underneath the toilet. And then once you caulk it, particularly with the silicone, let it set for 24 hours before any weight is put on there, before you sit on it or stand on it or anything like that, so that caulking can set up really well. And that will stabilize your toilet as well, make it keep it from rocking back and forth, which many toilets do, which really isn't good for it because you can, at that point, break the toilet flange. Uh, you know, there's many things that it's just not a good idea not to have your toilet caulked to the floor. It's it's important to do. And I know of a couple of toilets I need to get caulked to the floor. Right, kids? Uh, at my, at, in, in my family's... Uh, they're all over the place. They're here. Fortunately, I'm very, very fortunate to have most of my family here right in the uh, metro area, in the Tri-County area. Uh, and I'm, I'm very fortunate in that aspect because I get to enjoy them very much, which I always do. And, and I don't mind doing things. For, I, as a matter of fact, I, I take a great deal of joy in doing things for them. Well... Next, I was talking about uh, going to talk about lemon juice and how it really works so well, and it does work in not only in removing halitosis from your garbage disposal, but like you know that coffee mug that you have that gets coffee stains on it that you just cannot get rid of those stains. It doesn't matter. You can put it in the dishwasher and it still comes out with coffee stains on it. Well, if you take a rag and you wet it with lemon juice. And you can wipe that the coffee stains right off of that coffee cup very well. And that trick actually works on many stained areas. Lemon juice is good stuff. It really does remove, like, a, a smell on your hands, a fish smell particularly, uh, lemon juice works. Lemon juice will get rid of that smell and get rid of that, like when you're dealing with shrimp, like if you have to peel shrimp and maybe, you know, get them ready to prepare. Uh, and your hands just smell fishy when you get done or smell shrimpy, if you will. Uh, just lemon juice works very well in cleaning that up. And lemon juice is good stuff. It really does work. Also, it's a good uh, cleaner for, like, Many people have shower curtains. They don't have shower stalls or shower doors. They have uh, these vinyl curtains that actually close, and they can get uh, mildewy at the bottom sometimes. Well, lemon juice will cure all that, will take all that and not damage the uh, shower curtain at all. So it works quite well in that aspect as well. Uh, lemon juice really is good stuff. Uh, everybody should have some lemon juice around the house for many different reasons. All right. Um, I'm ta Again, today's just going to be, I'm talking about simple things and, and things that work. 
and things that uh, we should all practice on a regular basis. The other uh, thing, I th- another thing I think that's very important is anytime we're going to install any kind of flooring or or any kind of molding or or paneling or anything in our home. That product should be put in the place in the room that it's going to be installed and should sit there for at least, I recommend, 24 hours. I know there's some people that say a little less is okay, but it should adjust to the, it should acclimate to the, uh, the climate in that particular room particularly flooring, if you're going to lay any type of, I don't care, wood flooring or, or laminate flooring or vinyl flooring, and you don't have to unpack it, it just needs to set in that room so that it can acclimate to the climate in that room as well as it can be before it's put down. Because if you put it down right away, then it starts to acclimate to the room, it can be expand and contract at that point and time and create some problems. And uh, last thing we want to do is have a floor put down and have problems with it. We don't need that to happen. And uh, also keep in mind, anytime you put flooring down, there should always be at least a quarter-inch space perimeter around the edges that will be covered up by the base shoe. Uh, and it works. That's and that is left there so that the floor can expand and contract a little bit without actually showing anywhere and can do the trick because floors do expand and contract with the different climate uh, variations that we have around here. Sometimes we'll use heat in the winter, sometimes we'll use air conditioner, sometimes we'll use mother nature and open the windows and just let everything come inside. And sometimes that brings in moisture and that can really create problems along the way. So anything we can do to make things a little better that's what we need to do. And acclimating products to their environment is probably one of the more important things we can do. Uh, it's important that we do that. Uh, all right, simply, other things, let's talk about, sim- we're talking simplicity today. And uh, that's just basically what we're going to discuss throughout the entire day. Uh, because there is a uh, some major football team some college football team is playing and got us I think you, I think you're talking about Alabama and Mississippi State playing today I think No they're playing later on I think uh, it's Ole Miss that's got us oh, Okay we are. Ole Miss is playing Liberty today and oh, they, okay. they have a pregame show that is on right now uh, and uh, for some unknown reason <laughs> they run a two-hour pregame show. Now, I don't know what in two hours you can say in a pregame show about a football game coming up that doesn't start till 11. Well, I mean, there's a lot that that uh, people, all everyone can talk about, like the stats, the players, like who's um, playing in the game, who's injured from the last game. There, There's just a whole lot that goes on. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, last night um, I was doing the high school scoreboard show with Will, Butch, and Keith on Friday nights, and um, today is actually one of the – is actually going to be a really special high school football game. Um, if I remember right, it's going to be – a hundred. It's going to be the 100th year of the Little Brown Jug game for high school football. I think it's Hattiesburg and Laurel, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. 
If if I'm wrong, somebody can um, text me that and just let me know if I'm wrong or right. But it's gonna be it's been a hundred years since those two teams have played. Wow, that's amazing. That's great stuff. Yeah, I heard stories about our Pearl game at Brendan the other night too. So we won't. Yeah, talk. I heard about that too. We don't need to talk about that a whole lot. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, let's just just we'll say one thing about it. Pearl lost. Yeah, they they lost they lost last night, but um, Pearl is actually going to be playing next Friday, right? In the first round of playoffs, and I I think we play Ocean, one of the better teams. Too. Yeah, I think we play Ocean Springs yeah. uh, this Friday. It's like the worst plays the best at the beginning of the <laughs> uh, kick uh, the, the the playoff season. Yeah, and I remember my sophomore year. I was actually at the Pearl Brandon game when Pearl went to the championship. Yeah. And um, it was actually – this is actually a really cool story. It was like a few seconds left on the clock. Brandon was um, was like fourth in something, and uh, they were at the 61-yard line goal, and Brandon decided to kick it. Yeah. And the kicker, I don't know his name at the time, but um, from what I remember was the guy kicked it, and it went – into the goal and went further on. He broke a school record for that. Wow. Wow. Well, and but you, Pearl still won that game. Well, oh, good. Well, yeah, that's good. I'm glad. Being a Pearl guy, I just, I'm always for the Pearl. And have been to a number of Pearl games. And my granddaughter plays in the Pearl band. She's a senior in the Pearl band and, and is just dead set. She's going to state next year. There's no question about that. Uh, and, uh, Boy, she's just a, she's a, uh, her name is uh, Alexis, and she is just like, she's driven, man. <laughs> she's driven. <laughs> yeah, I know. My uh, sister is actually a senior at Pearl High School also. Um, she's actually about to graduate, you know, this May, and she's actually part of the Pearl Chamber Singers. Well, then she must know Alexis Lewis, because uh, Alexis is my granddaughter, and just, uh, she plays in the band, loves playing in the band so very much, and is doing very well in school as, as too, and, and proud of her very much. So, And she's got two beautiful sisters, two twin sisters, uh, Ava and Olivia. So uh, it, it's it's proud of grandchildren day. That's the way I be. That's the way I roll. So here we are, handyman show, talking a little bit about football, and then somehow we get into grandchildren. And I can't explain that, and I won't even try. I'm just going to carry on with the handyman show and uh, let you know what's going on in the world. Well, another great cleaner that we have under most of our sinks is vinegar. Vinegar works so well in doing so many things like unclogging drains. Well, the best way to unclog a drain is boil some water. Like your bathroom drain, is it clogged? Is it really clogged up pretty badly? Boil some water, pour that boiling water down the drain, let it set for a few minutes, follow it with a half a cup of vinegar, quarter of a cup of salt, and half a cup of baking soda. And stand back a little bit because it's going to bubble. <laughs> it's going to bubble up. But let it set there for a number of hours, and it will actually clear the drain out pretty thoroughly. And then a regular treatment once a month of uh, you don't have to use that much vinegar and you don't have to use that much baking soda down that drain will keep that drain working clear most of the time. Works very well. But vinegar is a great all-purpose cleaner for many things around the yard and around the house and it can work and do things uh, outside like everywhere we want to use that product called anything that's got a, a 
Paraquat or, or Roundup or something like that that actually kills weeds in your driveway between the cracks. Well, vinegar will do the trick as well. Spray vinegar on the leaves on a sunny day and let that vinegar absorb into the leaves and all those products will go, all those growth between your cracks in your driveway will go away. So vinegar is good stuff. It really works quite well and does a, a good thing. Another product to use around the house and use use a lot is like a, a mineral oil. A food grade of mineral oil works exceptionally well in cleaning out anything at all, like let's say your knife holder that's made out of wood or your cutting board. Any that has a wooden cutting board, it should be sanded first with a very fine grit of sandpaper, like a 220 grit sandpaper or beyond even, and sand it smooth, remove all of the dust and debris from it, and then coat it with a coat of uh, food-grade mineral oil. And that food-grade mineral oil will give it some color as well and will protect it. And then maybe a second coat after that first coat dries. It might take uh, 24 hours for it to sit in properly, and then next day hit it with another coat, and it'll work exceptionally well. And that, that all that kind of makes everything work a little better. It really does. Hey, let me take a minute to tell you about Revel Ace Hardware, one of the better hardware stores in the sound of my voice. Revel Ace Hardware. All over central Mississippi, Revel Ace Hardware is, and they've got the products. They've got everything you'd ever need as far as hardware is concerned, and a lot of their Outlets are power equipment outlets as well. Their main power equipment center is in Pearl, right next to their store in Pearl. Full of equipment, great names like Steel and and Gravely, and you name it, and they've got it. And if you want to talk about barbecue grills, oh, the, the, they've got it all. You go see my friends at Revel Ace Hardware, tell them you heard about them on the Handyman Show, and we appreciate their sponsorship of this program. Revel Ace Hardware. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Buddy Slowick on the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. Be back in just a few. Don't you go away on Super Talk. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. 
No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. Fox on set. Fly me to the moon. Australia is helping NASA head to the moon again, building a semi-autonomous rover for the lunar surface to search for oxygen. The rover will gather soil samples that contain oxides, and NASA will use equipment to extract oxygen from the soil that will be used to sustain humans on the moon. The rover could be on its way as early as 2026. The Australian Space Agency said NASA was impressed by the technology used to remotely control huge dump trucks from a thousand miles away, transporting iron ore from mines in northwest Australia. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson said the agreement will bolster the relationship between the U.S. and Australia related to space exploration that dates back more than half a century. NASA's Artemis mission will attempt to achieve a long-term human presence on the moon's South Pole. The Artemis Accords have already been signed by 12 countries, including Australia, Canada, Japan, New Zealand, and the U.K. With Fox on Tech, Brett Larson, Fox News. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Supertalk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Supertalk Mississippi. Securing America. Nevada County, California, partnering with businesses this week to honor members of the military who served and continue to serve. They honored people from each military branch, including retired Coast Guard Commander Claude Hessel. He remembers the Vietnam era when members of the military were disrespected. People would spit on you, you know, people would call you names. But now things have changed for the better. I think it's a, it's a huge, huge thing. The, the uh, local community has really stepped up. They've really stepped up to support our military. The county will have a military appreciation week between November 6th and 14th, with dozens of businesses participating and offering discounts. Chelsea Amesbury is the owner of Scraps Dog Bakery, one of the businesses taking part in the celebration. If we can take a little bit off their plate by offering some money off, it's the least we can do for all the work that they've done for us. Just give them a little discount off their dog food or cat food or toys or treats, whatever makes their dog happy. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. To the Handyman Show here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy. Going to be here until uh, 12 o'clock, making all sorts of noise on the radio. Just jump in and join us anytime you get a notion. And we've had a text come in that I didn't see, I didn't get to. Let's see if we can uh, pull it up. And well, I don't know. I don't want that to go away. That's for sure. I want that to go away too. I know what's wrong. I'm pushing the wrong button. <laughs> oh, let's see. I had to remove my door striker plate in order to make the door close. And uh, he's struggling to make new screw holes cause it to keep from the existing holes. How do I cover the old screw holes and make 
new holes next to it. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Well, his question is, how does he cover the old screw holes and put new holes next to it? Uh, without, you can put, there's fillers that definitely will fill those old screw holes, but they aren't very, they are not very stable. They, they can't really hold the, the strength of a screw. Sometimes it's better to use a little fatter screw, but then you have to be careful about making sure the screw fits through the hinge hole properly and seats properly, because if you use, uh, but the other thing you can do is you use like a three-inch screw through the same exact hole that was there, and instead of just going into the jam of the door or the frame of the door, it goes into house framing as well, the two-by-four framing as well, and it'll actually pull your door back a little bit away from the striker plate where you won't have to, you can put the striker plate back on and the door will close properly by using longer screws in the existing holes. Now you can do that at at like, and I don't know what color, whether you have brass screws or you have a satin nickel or whatever, it doesn't matter. You can use galvanized uh, screws, sheetrock screws, galvanized sheetrock screws are gray in color and work pretty well in that situation, and so do black sheetrock screws that are three inches long work pretty well in that situation. And they do actually pull your door back. Matter of fact, they can pull your door back too much where your door is not actually square in the hole anymore, but they can put it back to where it belongs, and then your striker plate will work properly again. And the other thing you can do is when you put your striker plate back on, use three-inch screws on it as well, and it will push the door jam a little closer to actually the rough opening and make that work as well. So uh, I I, I like three-inch screws. But to answer your question, if you intend to fill the holes and put in new screw holes, then Probably Durham's water putty is the best thing to fill the existing holes with. Uh, and that will exa- fill with a, a wood dough, and it dries wood hard. Uh, and it will, yes, accept a screw, but I'm not sure it'll hold it very well because there's not much strength there. You're only putting in, like, a, enough wood dough that actually is only going to be, like, three-quarters of an inch thick. And that's just not structural enough to hold a screw tight in in there for a long period of time. So I I, I prefer using the longer screws in there, and that works on just about any type door. Particularly if you have exterior doors, you should always put longer screws in your door hinges and in your striker plates, and it'll make your door much, much harder to break into. In other words, when people kick in your door, what happens is they actually split the jam, the jam or the frame of the door, and the door opens very easily. Whereas if you have three-inch screws that actually go into the studs of the house, kicking in the door is not as easy as you'd think. As a matter of fact, it's been proven by many police departments that it's a lot diff- more difficult to break into a home with longer screws in the door jams and in the door frame or in the striker plate and in the frame than it would be otherwise. So uh, I I agree. Long screws are the thing to use. So I hope that works for you. All right. Uh, Handyman Show here, and we were talking, we left talking about uh, the wonderful uses of mineral oil and lemon oil around the house and lemon juice and all those things that work very well. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, 
things that I, I hope that you've learned by now, and that is, like, do you know exactly how to shut off the power in your house at the breaker box? What is the main? Do you know how to shut off the water that pours into your home? Do you know where the shutoff for that is? Uh, and if you have PEX piping with a, a manifold inside, there's a shutoff on that that will work very well, and you won't have to go out to the main meter. However, you can go out to the main meter, and a lot of times it can be flooded, and you cannot see the shutoff, but uh, I've done this before, and it can be done. You can actually use a coffee can, uh, and I used my chem gloves to do this with the coffee can and scoop out the water so I could get, actually see the the shutoff, the turnoff valve. And the turnoff valve, of course, they make tool, a long tool that is great for that shutoff valve. It works very well, but it can also be shut off with the vice grips. Uh, and I've used, I've had some so tough to move before that I had to actually clamp on a pair of vice grips to it and use another pair of vice grips to actually turn it off. Uh, and that has worked for me. And also you should know how to shut off the gas to your house. Do you know where the gas shut off is? And do you know how to use it? It's very important that you learn these things because during a, an event of an emergency, these can really prevent major catastrophes and they help a great deal in knowing that. Uh, so be careful. Be careful when you shut those things off and know where they are. And then also plan with your family some sort of fire escape program or an emergency escape program. That's an important thing to do, to sit down with every family member, even the youngsters. I mean, maybe they don't have their chore is not during that event to, or during the case of an event, it's not their chore to shut off anything, but just to get out and meet somewhere specifically where the whole group of people who live in that home meet in one particular area before you call 911. Uh, don't call them from inside the house. Uh, call them from that area where you go. So learn, learn where your shutoffs are for your water, for your electricity, for your gas, and, uh, and know how that thing works. Uh, it's very important to your well, the well-being of your house and the well-being of your family. Yes, it's very important. So make sure that gets done. All right. Um, quick trip tricks, another thing that works quite well. A lot of times when you're boiling spaghetti, pot boils over and just gets water all over the stove. A simple way to prevent that is put a wooden spoon right across the top of your pot. And the water never boils over that. Now, can I explain the science behind that? No way. But does it work? Yes, it works. And it works very well. So give it a try. See what happens. Uh, I've seen people using this pro this system for a long time, and it works really, really well. Uh, check it out. A wooden spoon on top of a boiling pot of spaghetti will keep it from boiling over. Or... Anything that boils over will keep it from boiling over. Just a wooden spoon across the top, and it helps a great deal. Simple little things. Simple little things. And we'll get back to some more simplicity here on the Handyman Show in just a few minutes. You listen to Buddy Slower, Mississippi's Handyman on uh, Super Talk Mississippi, and we're yakking about simple things you can do around to make your home a little more comfortable, a little better. 
And I hope that you'll stay tuned until noontime. Tell a friend we're... The Handyman Show is on Super Talk Mississippi right now. Hey, join us on Super Talk. Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A Florida family who returned a wallet and refused a reward makes today's Dean's List. Chris Pearson lost his wallet outside of a public store and he searched the area multiple times. After asking the store manager to look at surveillance video, he realized nothing was turning up and he gave up hope. The wallet contained his driver's license, credit cards, plenty of cash, and a gift card. A kind family showed up at his house the very next day. 15-year-old Lucas Perry had found the wallet in the parking lot and with his father and sister decided to drive to Chris's address to personally hand deliver it. Chris says they refused the offer to keep the money and they said they just wanted to do the right thing. Chris was so impressed by the respectful attitude of Lucas and his 17-year-old sister Maya. They say they will all keep in touch. A wonderful story of kindness, and honesty that goes a long way. Janice Dean, Fox News. I'm Karen McHugh. President Biden taking a victory lap this morning after the House passed that $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill last night. We did something uh, that's long overdue, that long has been talked about in Washington, but never actually been done. The House of Representatives passed an Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. That's a fancy way of saying a bipartisan infrastructure bill. Thirteen Republicans joined Democrats in passing the measure. Eight people were killed, hundreds more injured Friday night by the surging crowd inside a stadium music festival in Houston, Texas. This concert goer was in the middle of it all. I witnessed somebody unconscious struggling to get out, like their friends were trying to get him out, and just people weren't caring enough to like make a path. Stephen Gutierrez, courtesy of On Scene TV, the rest of this weekend's performance have been canceled. America is listening to Fox News. 
I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The strain on hospitals has receded across Mississippi, but state health officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says the winter brings new concerns. We know that we're likely to see additional flu cases coming. We know that a lot of times flu admissions can stress the health system. And if we have COVID at the same time that we also have a limited hospital staffing because so many folks have left, it could be really difficult. And shipping containers once ran around two to three grand to move raw materials from Asia to America. John McKay with the Mississippi Manufacturers Association says the cost is now much higher. Once you had the bottlenecks at the ports, these companies in the shipping industry, you know, supply and demand. The demand started skyrocketing, so they were having to charge more for their service. And now it's gone from that two to three thousand to twenty-two to twenty-five thousand per container. And you can only imagine multiply that out across what you're ordering. That is significant cost increases. I'm Andy Davis. Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we feature singer-songwriter Don Bryant for an evening of songs and behind-the-scenes stories as part of the words and music. A song songwriter series moderated by Scott Bomar. This feature of Don Bryant will be held at Grammy Museum Mississippi on November 15th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $20. To purchase tickets and or to learn more about upcoming events and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. No matter where you go. Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. On August 30th, during Hurricane Ida, a large landslide caused State Route 26 in George County to wash out, claiming the lives of three people and injuring several others. The project was awarded to T.L. Wallace Construction for $1.8 million and repairs are underway. Kelly Castleberry is MDOT's District 6 engineer. MDOT has expedited everything according to this project, you know, based on accumulating information to design to getting ready to let a contract and then to have a contractor come in and do the work expeditiously. That's what our goal is. This is a relatively short time period to try to get a road back open, but I think we're going to be successful in doing that and making sure that we're safe in what we give the motorists. It's expected to reopen in December. And Dr. Schneider Automotive Systems, a global automotive supplier and manufacturing air ventilation systems and window frame trim, is locating manufacturing operations in Baldwin. It's a $22.5 million corporate investment and will create up to 400 jobs over six years. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. 
Fox on Tech. The annual Consumer Electronics Show was held in person in January of 2020, months before the world plunged into a global pandemic. CES in 2021 was done virtually, but two years later, the Consumer Technology Association is set to return in person in January of 2022 at the Las Vegas Convention Center, bringing in exhibitors, attendees, and media from around the globe. CES has been around for more than half a century and is one of the largest trade shows in the world. In 2019, 175,000 people showed up to see over 4,000 companies with the very latest in technology. It's where the world gets a glimpse of what's next, from CDs to DVDs to HDTV and a list of products that have captured space in our homes, on top of our TVs, or in our hands. The 2022 show will be pared down from previous years, but will include 1,200 exhibitors, from Google to Panasonic to Samsung and Sony. With Fox on Tech, Brett Larson, Fox News. When you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hardworking men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi. force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam sugar. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. All right, let me hear what. Tell them anything, everything they want to know, or anything they want to know. My name is Buddy Slark, Mississippi's handyman, here until 12 o'clock, making all sorts of noise on the radio. Call has come in, 888, and this is our, C, our uh, Super Talk call in line. It's 888-808-8637. And we got a call from Mr. Darkfield. Temper's been on the line for a long time, waiting on hold patiently. And uh, Temper, how are you today? Hello. Yeah, hey, yeah you with us? Well. Go ahead. Oh, so question for you. I have I heard you talking about shutting off water valves a few minutes ago, and it reminded me of a um, project I've been thinking about doing. I have a approximately 15-year-old water heater Ooh. in my attic. Yeah. And, um was thinking about, you know, all the issues there, and I thought I might at least look at the corrosion bar and, and replace it if it's, it's eaten away. So I watched the video on how to shut off the water to the water heater, how to drain it, et cetera, et cetera. I got up there to check out my setup, and the incoming water, there is no valve in sight anywhere. It just goes right down into the insulation of the attic. And my question is, can I turn the water off out in my yard at the meter and accomplish the same thing? Or, um, well, just your thoughts in general about replacing the corrosion bar, and uh, what do you think? Well, my first comment is a water heater that's like 15 years old is a problem waiting to happen. And being that it's upstairs in your attic, that problem is going to create a nightmare where it can actually damage ceilings and damage some flooring. I really suspect that sooner or later it's going to leak. And 
investment in a new water heater at this point in time, I think, is going to save you a lot of problems down the road. Now, getting to your corrosion bar, your corrosion can absolutely create that problem because uh, if you have not drained like water out of there once like they recommend like once a month drain a bucket of hot water out of the bottom of your water heater and that'll help the corrosion situation but a 15 year old water heater can it uses more energy and uh, and it, it and sooner or later it's going to break down and, and and cause a problem so changing the corrosion bar at this point and time because it's so old I'm not sure how much that's going to help you. Sure. So that that, that would be my opinion anyway. Uh, and I'd sure like to hear what some plumbers have to say about that as well. For uh, water heaters to be installed without a, a valve, you know, near it. Right. Say it again. Is it common for water heaters to be installed with no valve? No. You know, shut with no shutoff valve in it. Somewhere there's a shutoff valve in it, and it, it, it may I don't know where it is. It may be. Uh, hopefully, it's not behind the wall or hidden underneath insulation somewhere. But being upstairs, it's just hard to tell where they may be. Of course, today the better thing to do is to use a, a tankless water heater, but in your case, a retrofit sometimes can be a lot more expensive than getting just a, a pretty good brand water heater up there and replaced. Uh, but I do think it, it's, being that old, I really do think it'd be a smarter move to, to replace it than it would be to try to make that one work better by installing a, a corrosion valve or something like that. Okay. Well, all right. Well, thank you very much. Just my opinion, man. I wish I could help you more. Thank you. Have a great day. Uh, and I hope Starkville wins today. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, did we have a no, – no, I don't have – I don't see another text. I thought another text came in. But, yeah, any – No, you're pretty much cut off. Uh, I, I pretty much – I think any water heater that's 15 years old is is – destined to create a problem sooner or later anyway. And on top of that, it costs so much more to run that. A new water heater would just cut down on your energy costs so very, very much because they use much less energy today. They're better insulated. They're better units today than they ever have been. Uh, And yes, there's going to be some cost involved in replacing that water heater, but there may also be some savings involved it may be an investment, so to speak. So, all right, that's all I've got to say about water heaters, unless somebody else has a comment about it. I'd love to hear it. Let's talk a little bit about music. It's music segment. Well, I have nothing to say about that today, except for the fact that music is used in many ways. It's used, like, in therapy. And I've seen it work in therapy, and I've had people on board here talking about music therapy and how it works with people who need to be motivated in a certain direction. Uh, This music does a trick for them. It can be used to relax. It can be used to get away. And you would be surprised how music can really transport you. Like, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, music works that way. It can actually take you to another place and time. Uh, and being a, a player myself, when I get to that instrument and start playing, I'm in a whole other space and time. It's like 
everything around me disappears, and it's a wonderful thing to be. And I'm sure that takes place in anybody who plays an instrument and and really dives into it and, and begins to understand it and enjoy the the pleasures that it brings them, whether they're part of a symphony or part of a group or just an individual playing. Now, I, I will say this. For a long, long time, uh, I, I of course, I played music on the road many, many years ago, and uh, then I played in just this group and that group, and we had fun playing around at different parties, and then all of a sudden that stopped. And I was a regular bass player at my church for a long, long, long time and enjoyed being a part of that orchestra so very much. But during the beginning of this pandemic, I had stopped going and have really have stopped going to any kind of concert or gathering of people. Uh, I don't gather around a whole lot of people, a whole bunch. And I really do miss playing a lot. I miss playing in a group so very much because there's a certain camaraderie and a certain feeling involved in that that it's irreplaceable. I mean, as far as I know, it just... Yes, I get a lot of pleasure out of sitting there playing my acoustic and playing my electric at home and, and enjoying that and playing songs that I haven't heard in a long time and just pulling out uh, some of those old songs and going, wow, this is fun to play and just play it again. And it does, it is a transporting situation. But music is a great, great thing and can be used. Some people just use it as background noise. That's okay, too, I guess. He did say, I guess, didn't he? Yes, he did. Uh, <laughs> but I, I I I enjoy it too much. I, I just it's just like it sets the tone of my day so very often, uh, and, it, and it works for me. All right, back to handyman stuff. Well, I talked about this a few weeks ago, and I, I just don't know if the point got across. So I'm going to talk about it again today, and that is putting hooks on the back of a hollow core bathroom door. Hooks like for your bathrobe, or hooks like for your toilet, uh, <laughs> toilet. Hooks for your bathrobe, hooks for your towels, hooks for your T-shirts, or whatever you have hanging back there. Hooks on the back of hollow cord doors can be uh, not good. So I use a system of where I use what they call round edge base, which is basically a rectangular piece of base without any profile on it. It looks like a uh, a, a rectangular piece of wood, but the edges have been rounded just a little bit. Uh, and I take a piece about, I, my bathroom doors are two foot wide, I'm sorry to say, but they are two foot wide. That's how wide the door is. So I took a piece, because there are six panel doors, I took a piece, cut it exactly 15 inches, and then I sanded it really, really well, and I primed it, let it primer dry, and then I painted it the same color as the door, and let that dry. Once that was totally dried, then on the very back of it, I put a construction adhesive on it, and the construction adhesive actually attached it to the door, and then I put four screws, which matched the color of my hardware, or six screws, actually, a two in the middle, two on each end, uh, and I pre-drilled screw holes, and also did, uh, 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 I rounded out the so the screws would sit in there very well and look very, they look very good in there. Basically, it's being held in place by the mastic, but the screws are also adding some tension. And then I mounted hooks on that particular board where I mounted three hooks on them. Uh, and you can get all sorts of great, great looking hooks that'll match the hardware in your bathroom 
whether it's bright brass or satin or or, or pewter or whatever, uh, hooks are available everywhere today. And the hooks I used, actually, one hook has two, actually, hooks on it. One attachment has two hooks on it. So I have three hooks on the back of my bathroom doors, and they actually can hold six different items, uh, towels and bathrobes and sweatpants or whatever, you know, you put up there. just And that works for me, and I'm sure it would work for you, because mounting any sort of a hook on a hollow core door, even using uh, mollies and whatnot, still... You're not getting the full. You're not getting the full strength that you need. So I really do believe that this not only looks like it belongs up there, but it'll do the trick as well, and it works ex- exceptionally well. So uh, give that a try and see if it works for you. And it's 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 a fun project. It doesn't take very long to do. Uh, and if you pick out the proper looking hooks, uh, it looks really well too. Looks looks like it should. It's a, it's a fun project to do, so get involved with doing that. All right. Um, yeah, I think I talked a little bit about uh, taking care of dogs, and, uh, well, the reason I was bringing up dogs again is a uh, pooper scooper. You know what a pooper scooper is? Well, all right. We'll use one and pick up that stuff, but pooper scoopers work exceptionally well in picking up things like Pine cones. Pine cones this time of year falling all over the place. And pooper scoopers work without bending over to be able to pick up those pine cones and help you a whole lot. And if you use it to pick up what it was designed for, then you're uh, free to walk in your yard. And the reason I brought that up is because the other day I did step in a pile of uh, a dog dew uh, because I was trying to take pictures and not watching where I was walking. <laughs> because Happens to everybody. Yeah, well... The problem with it is what happened is I had it on my sneaker and didn't know and got into my car, which I keep exceptionally clean on the inside. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fanatic about keeping it clean on the inside. And I got some on the carpet on the floor and on my sneaker, and it took me close to an hour to get that clean smell out of there. Yeah, usually with dog poop, it usually takes a while for uh, the smell to go away. Because once you smell it, it just kind of sticks with you for a bit. Yeah, it's I, it probably stuck with me longer than the actual smell existed. <laughs> but, I know the last time I accidentally stepped on my dog's um, poop, and it, that smell just... Uh, it was it was pretty strong. And it's hard to get off of like sneakers when you've got a sneakers that have like some sneakers have really a lot of engraving on the bottom. Or, oh or, yeah. Oh golly. It's, it's just a lot. I use a wire brush a lot of times to get. The, I I use a hose pipe. Yeah, that'll work too. That'll work too. But uh, uh, pooper scoopers work really, pretty well in picking pine needles and uh, I'm having pine cones and also twigs and whatnot are easier to pick up uh, because a lot are falling this time of year. The falling leaves. Yes. Yeah, we did. Uh, we you missed last week. We talked a lot about um, fall music, and we were talking a lot about uh, uh, Eva Cassidy. And I don't know. Are you familiar with Eva Cassidy? I don't think I've heard. Of, uh, when you get next time you get a chance, pull up some Eva Cassidy. Now she passed away a long time ago. Okay. But she's an exceptional, or was an exceptional guitar player because she finger picks and okay. her voice is like angelic and she does a a, a song called uh, autumn leaves which we were talking about last week a great great yeah song. i was actually watching uh last week's show while i was still recovering i was watching a little bit i heard uh 
your uh yours and rhino's comment about me being missing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. But, but i like to say i appreciate rhino and perez for covering for me for last week as i was recovering from my uh wisdom tea surgery last week uh, both super good guys i like them both <laughs> they're oh good, yeah good they're, they're great they're good friends i've known them for years and they're both good people real good people uh hear that perez <laughs> not talking bad about you <laughs> But doesn't mean we won't. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Oh, we did talk about those wooden spoons. Yes, wooden spoons. Um, another thing that I think that people need to be aware of is we talk a lot about lubricating locks. Uh, they always talk about a product called LPS1. And a lot of people don't have that LPS1 and don't have the ambition and or the means to go out and buy some. But kicking around your house is WD-40. And WD-40 will work somewhat. It'll work very well. Uh, it, and WD-40 is a water displacement uh, type lubricant, a very, very light lubricant. But it does displace water, and it will lubricate your locks and make things work properly. And the reason I say that is because many people try to put their key inside their deadbolt lock and it just won't slide in there properly enough. Well, if you just soak that key with like WD-40 or particularly LPS-1, it'll slide in there really easily and then turn it around as much as you can while it's still wet and damp and spray a little with a spray hose in there as much as you can and it'll work and make your locks. And it'll also work on padlocks and any sort of lock that you may have. LPS-1 is really the better lock lubricant can you get a hold of, which can be had at most paint stores and many hardware stores have. I know Revel has it for sure, but many hardware stores have that type product, and it works extremely well. LPS-1, great lock lubricant, the best lock lubricant that you can get, better than graphite. Graphite is good. Graphite works, but... After a period of time, and I'm talking about years, graphite can build up and actually create a cloggage inside your uh, lock and create problems. So graphite, yes, it does work, but it can also be a clogging uh, device as well. And it's better to use LPS-1 because LPS-1 won't clog up and actually compound and, and, and solidify, if you will. It, it won't do that. So. Any anything that uh, you're going to lubricate, make sure it doesn't, you know, clog up something or or, or, or like, like like graphite will. And graphite was used for many years and has still being used, and many people believe in it. But I think it's old school. LPS one is the stuff that works best. All right, you're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show here on Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy Sloan. We'll be back in just a few. Stick with us. Right here on Super Talk. If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster, don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. 
For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details, and don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3, on Super Talk Mississippi. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A dad that decides to grab a stepdad out of the crowd to join the bride down the aisle makes today's Dean's List. Kelsey Griffith posted a video from her wedding that shows a wonderful moment. As she and her father approach the altar, her dad holds out his hand and invites her stepfather to join them the rest of the way. Kelsey captured the video and said, My dad surprised my stepdad by including him in our walk down the aisle. You can see in the video that Kelsey's stepdad didn't know about the surprise. It looks like her dad is extending his arm for a handshake, but then suddenly pulls him up to join the bride-to-be. The comments below the video are almost as amazing as the act itself, stating, this is what happens when a parent loves his child with complete unselfishness. Another comment said, it was a great example that all divorced parents should follow. A wonderful moment to share on today's Dean's List. Janice Dean, Fox News. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Fox on set. Fly me to the moon. Australia is helping NASA head to the moon again, building a semi-autonomous rover for the lunar surface to search for oxygen. The rover will gather soil samples that contain oxides, and NASA will use equipment to extract oxygen from the soil that will be used to sustain humans on the moon. The rover could be on its way as early as 2026. The Australian Space Agency said NASA was impressed by the technology used to remotely control huge dump trucks from a thousand miles away, transporting iron ore from mines in northwest Australia. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson said the agreement will bolster the relationship between the U.S. and Australia related to space exploration that dates back more than half a century. NASA's Artemis mission will attempt to achieve a long-term human presence on the moon's South Pole. The Artemis Accords have already been signed by 12 countries, including Australia, Canada, Japan, New Zealand, and the U.K. With Fox on Tech, Brett Larson, Fox News. Wonder what he's not going to take anymore. 
Must be talking to his mom about medicine. <laughs> or to this teacher not doing any homework. <laughs> Renegade, take it. <laughs> handyman show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. Buddy Slork, your uh, handyman here until 12 o'clock. Making all kinds of noise on the radio. And yeah, we'll take it. Give us a call. And uh, shout out to us if you want to. At eight, eight, and our Super Talk call in line is 888 888- Eight zero eight eight six three seven, and our C Spire text line is six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. And uh, hey, text us or call us or even if you've got a comment about something you disagree with anything that we've said, or maybe you just want to ask a simple question. Well, it doesn't matter. Jump on the phones and give us a buzz. All right, installation. Of anything. Yeah, let me say that again. Installation of anything must be done correctly. To miss just one step can create problems down the road. And that is with anything at all. Uh, And so many people want to... uh, assemble some things that they may have received like they ordered it via their computer and they came in and they want to assemble it and never once look at the instructions one of the reasons why is because a lot of times the instructions are just so detailed and so long and so boring to read but glean the information in there as much as you can skim it if you have to uh, but get the information out of there and make sure you take all of the proper steps it's very important to do and that extends as well to installation of any product on your house like the roofing on your house must be installed properly because if it's not installed properly it can still look good for a year or so, and then you're going to start start to have problems with it. And same with fascia boards. Any fascia board that's put up, any fascia board that's put up, in my opinion, needs to be primed and painted on all six sides long before it's put up. Because fascia board takes a lot of abuse by the weather, by the sun, by anything at all. Particularly if you're going to put gutters mounted on your fascia board. Still, the fascia board needs to be protected. The guttering itself is not going to stop the weather from getting to that fascia board. Although the moisture is still going to get in there and still create problems. And a friend of mine this week was working on some fascia board and he said I can't believe there's two layers of fascia board there's two layers of one by six on here neither have been primed or painted and they're they had gutter on them and they're both decaying he took all of the gutter down and was showing the decay on uh, on one of his videos that he did and you could see the decay going all the way through both pieces of fascia board so adding a good piece of fascia board on top of a bad piece isn't going to do anything good. Uh, so it should be finished all the way around on all six sides, top, bottom, ends as well, particularly where two ends are being butted up together. Whether you use a, a, a 45 degree joint or you use a butt joint, it doesn't matter. They should be very well sealed uh, with primer and paint and the, on the very ends where they touch one another. And then the seam should be caulked as well 
to make it really, you know, uh, just as best as you can. But proper installation can avoid a lot of problems in just about anything at all. To install something and miss just one part can create many, many problems. Uh, Siding, uh, not enough nails in the shingles, uh, door units. How many door units have I seen where they're just mounted in their opening by just the casing? I don't think that's the way it's meant to be. I really disagree with that. I really think that door units need to be mounted through the door frame into the two bys. And uh, use shims to keep it from pushing the door in. Once you, you put shims in that hole between what they call the rough opening and the frame of the door, and the shims will keep it from pushing in, and then you put a screw through the door frame, through the shims, and into the stud. And a lot of times that can be accomplished by doing it near the hinge hole. Remove one screw from each hinge and through in that hinge hole, use like longer screws, three inch screws, through shims and into the wooden frame. Then the door is mounted properly. It really is. And do the same on the opposite side. Uh, And what I do generally is the top and the bottom and at the center I will put three screws and two of them will be one will be in the key in the uh, uh, where the door locks the the key the striker plate <laughs> there you go the striker plate I'll put a long screw in there always where I won't have to worry about it showing very much because it's going to act very nicely and then up top I'll put uh, I'll pre-drill a hole and I'll also uh, pre-sink the screw and then cover that hole up with a, a wood dough and paint it over, and it'll just about disappear. But that screw will actually hold the door in place. And then, yeah, it's not a bad idea to to, to mount the door, and now they're using all these uh, nailers that, that are, you don't have to hammer a nail. You actually have pneumatic, pneumatic nailers, and they work quite well in actually uh, attaching with brads or, or, or finished nails into the door frame, uh, into the door trim, and the trim fits on the siding of the wall. Now, a lot of times doors are just installed by the door trim. Mm-mm, I don't agree with that at all. I don't think that should, that's the way it's meant. I don't think that's how they meant it to be. That's my, and that, folks, is an opinion. I don't get that confused with, uh, Facts, <laughs> which that might be facts too, but who knows? Only those can tell. Atlas Foundation, one of the better foundation companies in the sound of my voice. Atlas Foundation is a great company. They want to fix your foundation. You have a sag in anywhere in your foundation, whether the back or the center or the back of your house or the front of your house. They can come to your house with very little equipment. Two men, a pickup truck, no large trucks, no cement, no trucks on your lawn. Atlas Foundation can fix your foundation the way it should be. You call them at 800-256-2020. That's 800-256-2020. Tony Arpino runs Atlas Foundation, and he's a certified engineer. He can help you. He knows about the soils in Mississippi and how in different areas they actually are different and can create problems with foundations in this particular area. Uh, so if you have a slab foundation and you have problems with it, whether it be in your church or whether it be in your place of business or whether it be in your home, call Tony Arpino. 
800-256-1010. I think I said that wrong the first time. Yeah, I think you said 2020 I did say 10, 2020. 10. I did. I take 2020 back. Just disregard that. The number is 800-256-1010. <laughs> yeah, apparently 2020 is on everybody's minds. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Probably because of <laughs> COVID and all that. Yeah, well... Never mind. I'm not even going to say what I was thinking. Uh, but yeah, call Tony up. You'd be happy you did. And just to make sure, let me give you that number one more time. That's 800-256-1010. Great company. Be happy to talk to you on the phone about your problems as well. All right. Um, inside trim. Oh, yeah. We're going to paint the inside trim. We're going to spruce it up and make it look like it should. Well, long before we get to painting it, we should make sure that it's attached properly because trim can sometimes pull away from a wall, uh, whether it be door trim or base or crown or whatever, can be pull, pull away from the wall a little bit. It, sh- it might need re-nailing, and it probably needs re-caulking, and it should be caulked to the Every piece of trim should be caulked to the wall so that no air infiltration comes in whatsoever. And particularly in crown molding, when you have built-up crown molding made out of two or three or four pieces of different type trim, they can separate and create little cracks that are unsightly. And they will after a period of time, and that's due to just because, let's say there's four pieces of molding up there that make that create this one piece of crown molding well they're all different type of wood and they're all different species and may expand and contract in different uh, times in different areas uh, and may absorb moisture more than others and and cracks just develop in that and it needs to be recalked before it's painted again and recalking can help and I, I think acrylic latex caulking is probably what could be used in this case uh, because, one, it's latex. It's easy to clean up. Uh, if you smear too much on your molding, you can clean it up with a, way, a wet rag very easily. Acrylic latex is probably the best all-purpose caulking that I can re- I think of. Uh, I know there's a lot of caulking available out there, uh, a lot of inexpensive caulking, and a lot of very expensive caulking. Most of the very expensive caulking is like a silicone-type caulking, which is not a latex caulking. There is acrylic silicone latex caulking available. That's latex caulking that has some silicone in it, which is a water cleanup situation. However, straight silicone caulking is not a water cleanup situation. And I don't think that silicone caulking is the best caulking to use by any means when you're caulking your trim to your wall or you're caulking your window trim. Use an acrylic latex. You'll be happier that you did. Not only does it come in many different colors, but it's also easily paintable, and you can make it just about disappear. And you can make baseboards and base shoe look like one piece of molding if you caulk it correctly. That's very important to do. And then eh, sand it a little bit and then go ahead and paint it. And you'll be you'll get a great paint job. And yeah, a lot of people are using these masking these masking tapes that are, are painters tapes that actually uh, are used for that purpose for making cutting straight lines. Uh, and a lot of people uh, can you actually 
cut that line without any tape at all with just a brush and do a good job. But it takes experience and it takes time to learn how to do that. That is something that I think uh, we all gain after a period of time and enough time doing this. And it's important to, to uh, I think it's a good thing to know how to cut a line without using any masking tape and cut it straight. But most novice novices or people who are just beginning to paint for the first time or hey that that masking tape that painter's masking tape works exceptionally well and can do the job for you uh, it, it's just good to have some around you've seen it in blue it's i think it comes in a couple of colors uh, as far as i know uh, and it is good stuff it doesn't stick so bad that when you peel it off the wall uh, it's going to actually adhere to the paint that's on there and pull some of the paint off too. Uh, it, it it sticks, holes stops the paint from getting on the wall and pulls off pretty easily. Uh, so that's something I think that's necessary to do uh, before repainting. So that's all right. I think that's important. All right, Daniel, it's question time. All right, what you got? We're supposed to turn the clocks back tonight, right? I think it's either tonight or tomorrow, but we do turn them back an hour. Well, it's actually Sunday at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. And, and, and the way I've always remembered that is they fall back in the fall and they spring ahead in the spring. Yeah. That's pretty easy to remember. My question to you is, do we gain an hour of sleep or do we lose an hour of sleep? <laughs> that is actually a really good question. I That's a me, test. That's a test. <laughs> yeah. Me, personally, I think we gain an hour of sleep, but we lose an hour of the day. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I may be right or I may be wrong. <laughs> uh, I, no, I think you're right. I, I actually think what you said is absolutely right on the money. Uh, I, I believe, too, that we gain an hour of sleep. Yeah, so like... And we turn the clocks back, and we get that hour of sleep... We get to sleep yeah. that extra hour. So pretty much, if but we're we lose at, that hour as well. <laughs> if we actually look at it this way, we actually start your show an hour early than normal. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean I have to be here and ready to go at nine? No. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to turn the clocks back. Oh well. But that's my question. I, I figured that'd be a good one for Daniel to, to take. Carry and see what you can do. Danny, you've got some Christmas decorations just about ready. We'll talk about that. We've got, we've got a short break coming up, and I guess we'll have to take this break. And then I'll talk a little bit about your uh, about your Christmas decorations, what you're doing around the house. Uh, but you're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show here on Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slowick. Going to be here until 12 o'clock. One more home run segment. Nah, no. Who knows? Don't you go away, Buddy, on Super Talk right here. In a world full of noise, devastating The latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. 
to filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the Motor Medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Securing America. Nevada County, California, partnering with businesses this week to honor members of the military who served and continue to serve. They honored people from each military branch, including retired Coast Guard Commander Claude Hessel. He remembers the Vietnam era when members of the military were disrespected. People would spit on you, you know, people would call you names. But now things have changed for the better. I think it's a, it's a huge, huge thing. Hey, the uh, local community has really stepped up. They've really stepped up to support our military. The county will have a military appreciation week between November 6th and 14th, with dozens of businesses participating and offering discounts. Chelsea Amesbury is the owner of Scraps Dog Bakery, one of the businesses taking part in the celebration. If we can take a little bit off their plate by offering some money off, it's the least we can do for all the work that they've done for us. Just give them a little discount off their dog food or cat food or toys or treats, whatever makes their dog happy. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. What decisions are being made by state lawmakers and how will they affect you, your family and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll know. Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fl. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors here. The show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A Florida family who returned a wallet and refused a reward makes today's Dean's List. Chris Pearson lost his wallet outside of a public store, and he searched the area multiple times. After asking the store manager to look at surveillance video, he realized nothing was turning up, and he gave up hope. The wallet contained his driver's license, credit cards, plenty of cash, and a gift card. A kind family showed up at his house the very next day. 15-year-old Lucas Perry had found the wallet in the parking lot and with his father and sister decided to drive to Chris's address to personally hand deliver it. Chris says they refused the offer to keep the money and they said they just wanted to do the right thing. Chris was so impressed by the respectful attitude of Lucas and his 17-year-old sister Maya. They say they will all keep in touch. A wonderful story of kindness, and honesty that goes a long way. Janice Dean, Fox News. I 
bet he's getting some satisfaction these days. He's been around for 50 years doing that, so. Yeah. As old as it is, it's still a pretty good song on Rolling Stones. All right. <clears throat> Call in line 888-808-8637. My name is Buddy, Mississippi's handyman. Text line is 601-879-4395. That's our ceasefire text line. <clears throat> and we got a, a text in from Mark and Brandon, uh, Braxton, I'm sorry, um, uh, Mark says, I have a home recording studio in my house. Yay! I like that. And I want to build a structure outside. I wonder if you ever have had any plans for sale I could purchase or download. Uh, Mark, I don't have plans. Um, How you can get them is get in touch with a person named Paul Boatman. And it sounds, it spells just like it sounds, Paul Boatman. Has, has drawn many, 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 many plans, and he probably has a plans, has plans for outside structure in your house. Yeah, I think he lives in Brandon. I'm not sure, but I think he lives in Brandon. Uh, Paul Boatman is his name, and check him out. Matter of fact, I think if you pull it up on the web, you'll find it as well. Uh, but also, any structure that's going to be built outside should have a vapor barrier under it, because moisture, ground moisture is going to come up from the ground. But uh, uh, I'm excited that you have a a recording studio in your house uh i would like to hear what kind of music you play and i'm very curious about that but at any rate uh we'll find out more in the future uh, braxton's neat too braxton's a neat little town i've been there down there many times matter of fact did a big project down there and i went there probably three times with three different parts of the project in which we took part in a very nice piece of property on a man's place uh, down in Braxton but uh, yeah, Braxton's pretty neat uh, but good luck with that Mark and yeah there's so many great outside structures you can build and then of course you'd want it soundproof because it's going to be for your recording studio I would assume uh, and uh, we'll just find out after a while but at any rate that's that's my take on that um, Stain pens and magic markers are wonderful things and should be used more and more. A lot of new flooring today has like black streaks in it. And a lot of times, flooring that gets damaged, a wood floor or even a laminate floor or even a vinyl floor can have some black streaks in it and a little speck of damage that shows wood beneath it or or the substrate beneath it can be touched up with this black magic marker very easily and you just touch up and 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 make the wood in there black and then just wipe off the excess with a little, little rag or something and uh, so that it doesn't smear on the wood and it works very well same is true with stain pens like uh well the the base of the, the the not the headboard but the the bottom of my bed has a rail on the top of a very flat rail that everybody thinks was made to dance on <clears throat> uh, why I don't know but they do and it needed touching up very very much and of course it was a stained color but stain pens work very well in making all those marks disappear and finish it out and this and it works as well on any type of furniture that you have too Stain pens can be had in two or three different ways. You can get them at at any home center around, and they come in either a crayon-type product or a magic marker-type product where felt-tipped. 
where it just allows just the stain to come out. Uh, and also another thing that works very well, like, you know, when you hang pictures on the wall and you need to move them around a little bit and, uh, or you move pictures around and then there's a little bit of nail hole in the wall that needs to be patched up. Well, use the same color crayon that you would use for the wall as, as the color of the wall. And actually, you can use that crayon to patch that hole up pretty well with and just a crayon itself, actually child's crayon. Yes, it works. It works in patching up those nail holes and will fill them in very nicely. And of course, you could spackle them and repaint them. But why should you when you can use a crayon and get away with this? Uh, so, you know, I think stained pens and, and and felt tip magic markers work exceptionally well in doing this type of project for you. Now, let's let's talk a little with with Daniel about uh, he's got you. You said your Christmas things are about ready to put out. Yeah, um, my family and I we're big on Christmas decorations sometimes, and I I probably told y'all this about a couple weeks back or so that me and my dad and my sister we started a Christmas tradition when we were kids <clears throat> putting up Christmas figures. You're still a kid. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, anyway, um, had to say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was younger, like when I was like seven, eight years a old, real, a real started. kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, me, um, me and my family, we started this Christmas tradition where we would um, take like a sheet of plywood and turn them into uh, Christmas figures, either uh, a character from the Charlie Brown shows, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, the Grinch, <laughs> Santa Claus, elves, Miss Claus, just whatever. So um, this year, we actually, me, my dad, and my sister, we actually build, we actually created a Charlie Brown nativity scene. Oh, that's cool. And um, it's already pretty much almost done. We got it done, painted, cut it, and um, we're still working on a few things, but um, it's actually turning out to look pretty good. Uh, we put some colors on them, and I think we did some, like, a little bit of red and green, pink, purple, just whatever color that will fit the character, but right. uh, it's starting to look really good. Yeah, I, uh, Daniel's showing me some pictures during the break of some of the products that they're doing, and the color on it is so dramatic it's so great i love the color the colors the reds are red a true red and the greens are true green it's like it didn't lack for uh, uh, uh holidays in the paint at all oh yeah we got um our paint supplies and all all at um home depot and brandon and um my dad we were pa- we were starting to paint them um last week and my dad said I like, um, he started telling me that he wanted to do just one coat on it because yeah. he likes the old style of it, like make it look old and rustic sure. look instead of like store-bought. Because yeah. my yeah. dad does not like store-bought. He likes handmade stuff. Yeah. Well, and he, and and I'm proud of him for teaching you, and uh, I don't you have siblings, but any, whether you do or not, I don't know that. I only have one sister. But... It's it's to his credit that he taught you guys how to use hand tools and power tools a long time ago, and I think more adults need to get into that to un- to let their children understand how to use these power tools and hand tools. It's a very important thing because a lot of this generation now that's coming along doesn't have very much knowledge in knowing how to take care of a house and how to do regular maintenance on a home and most of it is done with hand tools and power tools and knowing exactly what to do uh, uh 
but you're fortunate in the fact that somebody has actually showed you how to go about this. Oh, yeah. My dad's always showed me how to use a tool properly, how to do this, how to do that. Yeah. Just basic knowledge of, like, whether you, it, if it's, like, changing oil on a car or doing Christmas figures sure. for outside our house. Well, once you have the knowledge about how to use particular tools, almost anything that you want to do is available on the computer with uh, YouTube videos or videos of of particular products or anything at all. So check it out. And also check out The Handyman Show. We are, Our archives are on the computer. You can check out last week's show, this week's show. We're there all the time. You're listening to me, Buddy Slowick. I'm Mississippi's Handyman. We're here every Saturday from 10 to 12 talking about stuff around your house. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend. Don't forget to turn your clocks back and uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend. See you next week right here on Super Talk. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at one, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish—we enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Good things with Rebecca Turner. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi, and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Fox on set. The annual Consumer Electronics Show was held in person in January of 2020, months before the world plunged into a global pandemic. CES in 2021 was done virtually, but two years later, the Consumer Technology Association is set to return in person in January of 2022 at the Las Vegas Convention Center, bringing in exhibitors, attendees, and media from around the globe. CES has been around for more than half a century and is one of the largest trade shows in the world in 2019, 175,000 people showed up to see over 4,000 companies with the very latest in technology. It's where the world gets a glimpse of what's next, from CDs to DVDs to HDTV and a list of products that have captured space in our homes, on top of our TVs, or in our hands. The 2022 show will be pared down from previous years, but will include 1,200 exhibitors, from Google to Panasonic to Samsung and Sony. With Fox on Tech, Brett Larson, Fox News. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.